You're listening to the Sports and Gaming Petmusk with Poole and Roberts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Gaming Podmask. I'm Poole. I'm Roberts. And we are back after are. just a bit under a year away. Yeah. We decided this should be a summer show because, you know, meeting up during the year fucking blows, man. Yeah, especially during COVID time. Yeah. But we're back. We're going to have episodes hopefully throughout the summer. No masks either, and we're at my house now. We're no longer at the pool residence. We are at the Roberts residence here. Yeah, so instead of overheating, we're going to die of frostbite. Yeah, and also I, he has an allergy to cats, and my cat literally maybe five minutes ago just ran down here. And he, obviously he's, he's a nice little kitty. He wanted just to meet yeah, He's you. a cute guy. He heard, he heard but... your voice, and he's like, oh, someone new. And I, he came down, yeah. and then he uh, didn't, yeah. it didn't end very well. But yeah. luckily, pool's still alive here, so yeah. for the time being. Um, so yeah, um, any background noise you hear, by the way, is completely accidental. We are trying to work our way back into this. Um, we're going to have actually, um, speaking of you know new episodes, we're going to have a crossover episode with um, the uh, Nerd Stop Discuss- uh, discussions without repercussions. Yeah, so good, that should be fun. Yeah, good friends, Nerd Stop. Don't have a date for that yet. That was supposed to be no. today, but fell through. Yeah, so we did this instead, and but- we were supposed to do this last week, but that yeah. also fell through. So yeah. Most likely August. Most likely, but that—that's very up in the air at this moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, we are—we're back. We're here making, you know, amazing, obviously amazing podcast content for yeah. you. Um, you know, hopefully better acoustic sounds in here. Um, you're gonna hear back background noises again, as I mentioned, but nothing too bad. You know, I think we'll be okay. It, it shouldn't take away from what we're talking about. No, no, it shouldn't be too distracting. So, would you care to uh, break the ice with a little, you know, intro segment here? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, how about those Red Sox? I mean, yeah, they're, they're pretty, I mean, they're pretty good, I guess. Yeah, I mean, no one saw this coming. I'm, I, coming into I this, didn't. Yeah, uh, coming I... into this season, I thought that they would be better than last year because last year was atrocious. And that if the, if the cards fell right, they'd be able to compete for a wild card spot. They're currently four games up in the division with... Best record in the league? Best record in the AL, and I don't remember if the Giants have that title now. I don't... I think... I thought... I know they were the first team to 50 wins, but I don't... Yeah, like... It's either us or the Giants right now. Which I'm also surprised with. I didn't expect the Giants to be good. Yeah, the Giants are starting to taper off a bit, but that might just be a, a normal cold streak. How about Tampa Bay, though? They are really tapering off right now. They... I mean... Obviously, they still have a great record. I mean, I can't talk. My team's seven games below 500. Well, they're but playing well. They're playing well. You know, I will say I will say this about the Tigers. Um, Pitching-wise, we started off great. But then injuries happened, and we only our only good, reliable pitchers now that are left that aren't injured are Casey Mize, obviously. God bless him, the man, the myth, the legend. And um, Willie Peralta, who's been okay. He's, you know, solid. Um but hitting-wise, we've actually been doing pretty well. Scope's been hitting the ball. I think he, I mean, if he start, if he did what he's doing and started that earlier, he could have been in the All-Star game, but, you know, whatever. Um, Who made it for the Tigers? Victor Soto. Who? Exactly. He's our, he's our closer. I don't, I, when I thought, when I, when they were talking about who was going to get it, I thought Casey Mize, obviously. Either Casey Mize, Akil Badu, really, I mean, um, Jonathan Scope, you know, any, any of those three. Yeah, I, th- I thought Badu would have gotten in because he's a big media story right now. As a I rookie. think Badu's getting rookie of the year, though. I think he's a clear-cut favorite for rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like right now it's either going to be him or Mercedes, and Mercedes, Mercedes ta- yeah. has tapered off. What team is Mercedes on? White Sox. White Sox. Yeah. After no, Larusa threw him under the bus, which was a 
dick move. Yeah, but. that's that's their manager, right? Yeah, the White yeah. Sox manager. He's an manager, asshole. So. Yeah. He's like our Al Avila. Al Avila's yeah. not in charge of a baseball team. I mean, kind of is. But yeah. like. Although I do feel like Garrett Whitlock's not getting any no really love in the midseason Rookie of the Year power rankings. It's a bit weird because he, he's a rookie leader for the Red Sox. He came over in the Rule 5 draft from New York. And he has just been fantastic. He's got a sub-2 ERA. He's got really high K for 9, low walks per 9. Doesn't give up a lot of hits. He he eats innings. He can go three innings. They're, they're grooming him to be a starter. It's ridiculous to me how he's not gotten more love at for what he's done this year. He's really fun under the radar. Yeah. Um, I he's, he's pretty good. I've, I've seen a couple of... Uh, games from him this year. I mean, but let's think of this, though. Can you believe that on May 5th, the Tigers beat the Red Sox at Fenway? Yeah, and you were in and I was there. I was there, yeah. and, like, that was, oh, man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was just, that, that was such a proud moment of mine because I've only seen, in my entire life, out of all of my six teams, I've seen three wins across three teams. I've seen the Pistons win once at the Garden. Yeah. I saw... Tigers win this time at Fenway. And I saw the Sabres win at the Garden. Other than that, I've never seen one of my teams win. I had Lions, never. Kerfoot, Bills, never, surprisingly. Which all, all the times I've seen them. Cause, if you'd gone last year when they didn't oh, have fans. The routing of, uh, yeah, that was, uh, hopefully this year, fingers crossed, you know, Josh Allen whoops the pants off of Mac Jones or whoever started. Yeah, this year, it's at least going to be closer. Yeah, it is. You guys are surprisingly good, and I don't know why. You guys are always going to be in contention, and I, I freaking hate it, man. Belichick, man. Belichick. I mean, people were like, oh, Belichick, you know, Brady made Belichick good. No, he didn't. They were both. Like, no. And uh, Belichick didn't, isn't solely responsible for what Brady did. Exactly. Like, like, you don't need to put one down to elevate the other. I mean, granted, Look at what Tom Brady's doing with Tampa. Tampa was, you know, nowhere even close to a Super Bowl, and now yeah, they're looking to repeat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think because Tampa they went seven and nine the year before. They weren't as bad. They weren't a seven and nine team. They were more like a nine, seven, ten, six team. Their biggest issue was their quarterback threw thirty interceptions. Jameis. Yeah, famous Jameis. Worst. He was one of the worst draft picks, you know, I've ever seen, like for myself. Yeah, you know, it was bad. He had his moments, but, I mean, he was never... He was doomed from the start. Yeah, he always man. got a shit ton of yardage. He always had pretty good touchdown numbers. He could not keep the ball out of the opposing team's hands. No. I remember I remember the year... So, I think it was the year the Lions' defense came off from being really good in 2014 until, like, 2015 when it started to suck again. And we played Tampa, and they, we got, like, four or five... Like, three or four picks on them. Like, it was incredible. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, it was... That was sad. But now, like, look at what Tom Brady's doing there. It's like, well, shit. I mean, he's really, I mean, I hate him. I hate him to death. I watch him beat up on us all those years. I hate him to death. But, I mean, I got to respect him for yeah. that. You know? And he proved that for his last year with the Pats, he wasn't the issue. A lot of people no. were saying, oh, Brady might, might have been the issue. He, he was awful. He, he played poorly because he had a shit offensive line and no receivers. Yeah. Like, yeah. No receivers. Like, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But,. Like, he had Edelman, who was great as always, and no one else. Nope. Yeah, that, that was unfortunate. That was, yeah, no, that was horrible. Even last year, they had no receivers. Yeah, like, Edelman was out. Like, Jacoby Myers was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he should not be a number one receiver. He's he's a very good number three option. 
He's solid as a number two. He's not a number one. Yeah, you guys have the receiving core of what the Lions are going to have this year. Yeah. We're, we have Rashad Perryman as our number one. And then we have Amon Ra St. Brown. Or Amon Ra, whatever you say his name. Um, we have him, and he just got him straight out of the draft, and he's going to take our number two spot. Yeah. And then Quintus Cephas also. But. Yeah. Now the Pats have built the receiving core up again. They've got the two-headed monster at tight end and Henry and John. Oh, my God. <laughs> we brought Aguilar in. We brought another receiver, and I can't remember the name right now. And brought James White back. He's a really good receiving back. Yes. We've got Michelle and Harris. They're like Michelle started showing flashes again last year, and Harris was really good last year in spurts. Mm-hmm. If Harris can can stay off the injured list, I think he get a thousand yards. Really? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I I think because your your guys' line. I mean, is it is it still Our okay? Our line's really good. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Okay. You guys didn't lose anyone. All right. Well, I guess maybe then, because I mean the line make. Because I think I think. You know, personally, myself, totally biased when I say this, but DeAndre Swift, he's going to get a thousand yards this year, easy. Our lines went from undoubtedly one of the worst to one of the, like a top fifteen line, top yeah. ten almost. I mean, I mean, you got to build from the interior on on both ends, not right. not just the offense. Like, if you have a, if you have a strong defensive line, it's going to make your secondary better. Right. I mean, I mean, we could have we could have taken Jamar Chase. That one left on the board a little bit. Um, but. I, I'm okay with the Panay Sewell pick, honestly. Yeah. That was. I mean, Sewell's a potential generational talent. I'm, and, like, the Lions' receiving court isn't great. No, it's non existent right now. We have TJ Hawkinson and Rashad Perryman. Oh, oh yeah, you guys lost. Uh, we, lo- we lost Galladay. We lost yeah. Marvin Jones. We lost Danny I was Danny thinking, I was thinking last year. No, last year we had actually a halfway decent one. Yeah, like, good receiving court. Everything else sucked. Everything else, yeah. But. Jeff Okuda, man. I mean, I have a jersey from him, but. Oh, I think he was he was injured last year, so benefit yeah. of the doubt. Well, I mean, I mean, I feel like every rookie, especially in the COVID year. Oh yeah, no, he was he was set up to fail from the second he started. Yeah, and like no offense, but Lions don't exactly have the best reputation for developing no. corners. No, we don't have the best reputation reputation for anything. That's why I'm hoping this regime, like they're not, we're not going to be the best this year. We're probably going to be, you know, bottom three, bottom four, easy. But what we are going to have this year is we're going to have spirit. We're going to have, you know, actual will to win this year. Like, last year, by Thanksgiving, no one wanted to play for Patricia. They wanted to actually play horrible. Like, there was an article re- released by the Free Press a couple uh, couple weeks after the Thanksgiving game saying the players had just now, you know, spoke out about how they wanted Tank to get Patricia fired and get Quinn fired. Yeah. And they did. Plus, you know... Good draft pick. That good draft pick. <laughs> That's but, a bonus. Exactly. But, you know, this team, like, they're not going to be good this year. I, I'm aware of that. But we are going to have, you know, one of the, undoubtedly one of the, the most fired up, most passionate, most, you know, just lively locker rooms in the league. It will, for, like, what we're going to be, like, you know, so weird to say this, but 4 and 13, you know, like, I, I, so I'm so used yeah, to saying 4 and, games now. So used to saying 4 and 12, but 4 and 13, you know, 5 and 12, whatever it is. I, we're we're gonna set the record for you know you know most you know woos in the locker room after a thirty one seventeen loss you know yeah and I, I think the Pats go ten seven eleven six yeah, like, that's my early prediction like, there's a lot of time to go they're gonna be standouts in training camp we don't even know who the starter is gonna be I think it's gonna be Matt Jones yeah I mean I'm a Bama guy so that's I what I want guy. desperately to happen yeah but like, guy. but Belichick isn't gonna give it to Matt. He's not going to hand it to Mac on a platter just because of his draft pedigree and that he, and because he's buddies with Saban. He's going 
He's not going to hand it to anyone. No. He's going to give to who he thinks is the best fit to lead the team. Who he thinks the best quarterback is out of camp. If that's Cam, it's Cam. And I trust Belichick on that. But he's, I think whoever the starter is is going to have a short leash. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if Mac struggles, he got an experience that to back him up for a game, to come in for a game or two, let Max fall down. If Cam struggles, you got an, a rookie. You got a rookie with very high pedigree and championship experience. Right. Yeah. No. I, I think that. I think that Mac Jones. He's definitely. I mean, I don't like him at all, but I think he's an okay quarterback. I think he's better than Cam Newton, who, again, as to quote you, I'm an Auburn guy, so I think you know Cam Newton's better. But you know, we saw him last year. Yeah. No. Well, that was also a bad year for him. He was just you know. Yeah. Not... COVID screwed him. Yeah. I'll go to my grave saying that because yeah. he he was he was very good in the first three games. Mm-hmm. He got sick. He missed two or three games, and he came back and he just looked labored throwing his his his. Mobility was still pretty good, but like, he could not throw anymore, and he just looked exhausted every time he came off the field. Yeah, no, I I felt bad honestly. That that routing of us, you know, we what was it, forty four? Wasn't it like forty one to nine? Forty one nine something. Yeah, forty one nine. It was abso- bad. Absolutely like, ate you bad. guys out. But I felt bad towards the end of it because I was like, man, we're like, you know, we're we are eliminating like you know every kind of spirit from you guys like at first it felt great because i was like yeah screw you new england this is for all those times that that sunday night football 55 you know i think it was you guys beat us by 55 you guys went to orchard park and then it was like it was like 2012 i think i don't don't know exactly one but it destroyed us and i was like this is for all those times and then i'm like okay we can we can stop now like i mean we 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 were up you know 38 something you know or however much we were up yeah, I think the score was thirty-eight nine final. Yeah, we were we were up by a lot, so I didn't really want to, you know, I it's kind of overkill. And then we had we had Barkley come in, but not Barkley. Who was it? Was it Fromm come in? It, it would have been Fromm. I, I think, think it would have been Fromm. Yeah, because um, I remember I, he was our. I, I've repressed that game from my memory. Yeah, pretty hard. The carousel backup quarterbacks there, but you know. Because we have Mitch Trubisky now as one of our backups too. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So Fromm and him are gonna duke the it out. MVP. For yeah, MVP. He was the only guy to ever win an MVP award. Yeah. Yeah, but you know I think that that game was a little overkill. Sweet, definitely for me, but coming from you know to to understand, put my shoot my feet in your shoes for a second, experiencing those blowouts for myself. Yeah, they're they're overkill. All right, so we are gonna take a quick break, and we will see you again shortly. Like what you're hearing? This is a sample of a cover of All Bets Are Off from the Kelphead soundtrack, performed by our jazz combo, the Lonely Gillespies. We have a YouTube channel where we upload monthly recordings of us playing different tracks, including the one you're hearing right now. We play gaming jazz along with some pop songs that have been arranged into jazz, so don't worry. You will know most of the songs, hopefully. I don't know, hopefully you listen to some gaming music. It would mean a lot if you checked it out, because we are a young group and we're up and coming, and we, you know, would really like support. We also have a summer show series coming up this summer, so if you're in the area, stay tuned for updates. Because, I mean, if you want to see us live, I'm pretty sure we're going to be a good gonna be a good show. Um, you got to check out our Instagram page as well for updates as well as some other Gillespie's news there. Thank you and long live jazz. Hello, everyone. We are back from that little, um, you know, break. Uh, please do check out the Lonely Gillespie's. Uh, we are... We're working hard. We're working, we're working hard. hard. We're actually at rehearsal tomorrow. We are getting our set list ready. We're actually going to divert away from 
sports for just one second. Um, our, we're playing these songs, and they'll be up on the YouTube channel as well, so you'll get to hear us, you know, all this stuff. So we're playing Zoot Suit Riot by the Cherry Poppin' Daddies, on on lyrics, or on vocals featuring my brother. Yeah. You also might know that from Grapefruit Diet, Weird Al Yankovic parodied Zoot Suit. Correct. It was a big song during the Swing Revival uh, in the 90s, but that's that's one. We're going to have Rosalina's Comet Observatory from Mario Galaxy, a beautiful yeah. one, and arranged into a jazz waltz style. I mean, that was great. You know, I'm so glad we found that. Veilstone City theme from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I don't know. Our uh, trombone player recommended it, so we're, play <laughs> we're playing it now. Yeah, but it's I a good arrangement. It is, it is. Ne I've never heard it in my life before I started playing it, but it's good. I like it. Um, as the one you just heard, uh, Die House, but, you know, all bets are off. Oh, you heard all bets are off, but... Die House will be what's, what, what's performed in the concert. Yeah, the King Dice from Cuphead. Yeah, just anything with King Dice. You know the du, 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 yeah, all that. Very Minnie the Moocher-esque. Yes, correct. I, I, I've i registered that as well. It's, it's weird, but it's good, though. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, Foreside from Earthbound. That's a good one. Um, definitely very, hard. Yeah, very different arrangement from the song in the game. It's yeah. Very good. Yeah, for sure. Um, Pass the Peas by the JBs. Very good song as well, um, and we know we don't know um, the last spot before our closing tune, but we know um, yeah. it could be either September uh, by Earth, Wind, and Fire, Inside a Kick in the Head by D. Martin, or the en uh, ending credits from Mario 3D World, I think. 3D World, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe something else, but those are the yeah. most, three most likely. At those, this point. those are the uh, yeah, those are the big candidates, um, and of course. Africa by Toledo, but our own a little arrangement that we got from our middle school band teacher, but amazing. Really hard, which, by the way, have you been practicing that at all? I'm not, like, calling you out on anything. Yeah, I, okay. I'm still better with the third part, but... Yeah. Have you been figuring out the melody? Like, do you have the melody on the third part, or no? Or is it just... Okay. What do you... What are you... When it comes to the melody, like, the... Or, the, I mean, the chorus, I mean. On the chorus, I have, I have it. You have the chorus. Like, for the verses, it's the alto. Okay. Part. Yeah, no, it's me and the alto have yeah. it, um, tenor and alto. But um, I hope you're good because like the whole. Have you noticed the same thing I'm talking about with the how we hear the song differently than yeah. how it's written out? Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be tough, but hopefully we'll get it under wraps. But you, if you check out the channel, those will be up there. We only have one up right now, but we're gonna record Veilstone tomorrow, so hopefully I can come up um, and some Zoot Suit. But you know. Let's get into the sport we're actually watching right now, Tigers and Rangers. Uh, in the top of the top second. second. Tigers are leading. Uh, Nomar Mazar at bat. Got to be very specific. Yep. Um, Pitching matchup is Kyle Gibson versus Casey Mize. Yeah, my, my man. Yeah, we're not here to commentate the game for you, though. Uh, we're... Yeah, we're, we're, I'll only celebrate if like a home run's hit or something. Yeah. Um, but anyway, baseball, right? Yeah. Take it we're away. talking baseball. Take it away. So. Get, get us something going. Yeah, so I'm going to pull the standings up so we can talk about the storylines and what the playoff picture's looking like so far. But let's talk about Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh, my God. For a minute. He's having a season for the ages. You know, actually, that reminds me. Um, I, I was scrolling through Instagram this morning, and I saw a post by MLB, and it was like, Vladimir Guerrero, he was on base. And then he was like, he was talking to the first baseman, and he's like, I'm going to, if he hits a, a base hit right now, I'm going to run, and I'm going to get home. And then he hit the base hit. He hit it to the, I mean, obviously he hit it to the foul pole way in the corner. So it yeah, was like it was a, a It was a double. Yeah. But, I saw it too. Yeah, but ran home on it. It's a man of his words, man. Yeah, I, like, I love Vlad. And he's a big guy too. He's not he fast. No, but like no. He, like if he, if he 
keeps this pace up, this season's going to outdo anything that his Hall of Fame father did. Mm-hmm. You know who he reminds me of a lot? I mean, again, bias. He reminds me of a young Mickey, almost. Hitting the ball, incredible, but also, you know, moving around the bases at an okay rate. Because he actually, in his day, could move pretty well. Mm-hmm. No, but he That's who he reminds me of. I think, you know... He kind of reminds me of a right-handed Big Poppy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's different, you know, differing. We're opinion. both showing our bias here. Yes, of course, For of sure. course. Mickey's had an okay season this year, by Baseball, the way. Baseball, 250. Yeah, he's not doing bad. I mean, he's going to hit 500 runs by the end of the year, for sure. Yeah, and he'll get the 3,000 hits next year, probably. Oh, yeah. I don't know what he's at right now, but yeah, hopefully. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so I've got the standings up right here. Like Red Sox, White Sox, and Asterisks are in first place in the, in the AL. We don't have the trash can with us today. We don't. We have a trash can, but it's not full right now. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a trash can. It's not the trash can. Not the trash can. Should have brought it. Damn. Yeah, uh, that would be a good idea if you brought that. Yeah, but but I want to look at Houston because we talked about Boston earlier. Everyone expected this from the White Sox, but there's but there's a stat, incredible stat for Houston. They're thirty nine and nineteen against teams over five hundred. Which is incredible. That, I think that's why they'd be a, a clear favorite for the World Series. You know, that, that's year. good for a six seven two winning percentage. Which is absolutely incredible. Which means if they ha- haven't played down to the competition a bit, they would have the top arc in the league locked down by a mile. They might take the peanut this year. They might. They might take a piece of metal? A peanut. The peanut. The pennant. Oh. That's a long story. Childhood memories. I don't want to know. It was just like I read the word. Like I was reading a book <laughs> and it said pennant in it. And I was like, peanut? Why are you talking about a peanut? It's yeah. like. I'm stupid, huh? My history of being dumb. Um, anyway, but I think... Who do you think... Actually, who like, right now, who do you have in the World Series? If the season ends today, I would be going... I think Astros-Dodgers. Uh, that's such a boring matchup. I know, but... Am I wrong? Well, you know who I got? I actually... like. I mean, it goes against every fiber in my body. But, I mean, Astros... I think... AL or ALCS, Astros, White Sox. I think White Sox prevail. I think White Sox are going to the, uh, the World Series. Yeah, I think if the Red Sox played the White Sox in a playoff series, it'd be really tight. But I think the Sox. The Soxers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Sox yeah. are gonna win. Yeah, I guarantee you the Sox win. Yeah. But like, like, I, I obviously gonna say the Red Sox would win that. I think. But I think, I, the, I White think Sox. the Astros are just so far and away the best team in the American League this year. I don't. The White Sox can pitch really well though. Giolito yeah. plus that asshole fat. Fuck Lance Lynn. I fucking hate him. Yeah. So annoying. Yeah. Let's let's talk about something we can both agree on though. Everyone laugh at the Yankees. Yeah, oh I was just about, uh, dude, we swept them this year. I was so happy about that. Like we, they came to Comerica after they swept us. Yeah, we swept them twice. Because like remember how we started off god awful this year? Yeah. Eight and nineteen. Were you guys eight and like twenty something? Eight and twenty one, that was yeah. it. Eight and twenty one. When we got that win in Boston. And that was when things changed. That win in Boston was what Set the tide for you know the yeah. whole year. And then we beat you guys the next game. Yeah, but we still we still won and we still won after a rainy delay. It was cold, it was rainy, and we won. But it was um. Ever since that game, though, I mean, we had a horrible series against New York, no no doubt about it. But like, Jesus, like New York, man, they are god awful. They're not making the. We have a better chance to make the playoffs right now than they do. Yeah, you love to see it. You love to see I mean, it. I don't know what happened to them. I mean, they like it's not like they're dealing with injuries. They've been missing Hicks. That's it. 
That's it. They're not, They're just not doing like, good. They are not missing any key contributor. And Judge is still raking. Yep. Like last month, he had one of the worst months of his career. He still had a 125 OPS plus, which for the non-analytically inclined, that means he was 25% better than the average hitter. See, I didn't know that. I The only stats in baseball I know are ERA, um, batting average. That's it, man. Yeah. A lot of them are just complicated and really arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not on Judge. This is on... No. Like, the pitching has actually kept them in it, but it's been tapering off. The bullpen has been terrible. Cole for cheating. Yeah, that's, that was satisfying. Oh, He's man. been awful since then. He's like, I remember that interview. It was like... Like, uh, I don't... They're like, I don't know. I don't, how, mm, I don't, um, I don't. Oh, God. It felt great seeing that, though. It was, oof. Yeah, another thing. Chapman has been shit since then. Yeah. He has the worst ERA in the major since then. What's his ERA? 22 plus. Oh, my God. Dude, he puts out. Couldn't puts, have happened to, to a bigger asshole. Who put, he puts Jose Arena to shame, man. He's at like an eight right now for us. He's garbage. He yeah, was, like, yeah. Like, Brett Phillips, who came, who is a position player who came in for the Rays, has an ERA 13 points better than Chapman. Like, since June June 10th, I believe. That is sad, man. That is really... Oh. You know, I'm calling this. This is completely uh, out of um, context right now. But Joey, yep, Joey Gallo. Oh, uh, yeah, Joey yeah. Gallo. Yep, there goes our lead. Um, anyway. Yeah, he's, he's good, I guess. I don't know. He's got 22 home runs. Yes, he's good. He's good, I guess. I don't know. Um... But, uh, and also, speaking, what was I, I was going to say something. Something about the Yankees. You know what's, oh, no. You know what's sad about it, though? Is that the Yankees are still god-awful. I, honestly, I'd make a case that we're better than them right now. And not to say anything. Like, again, I mean, we the just, way both teams are playing, yeah. We just let off a home run, so I'm not saying much. But, like, we are definitely better than them. And they're still getting so much media attention. Like, oh, Yankees, there are Yankees this, Yankees that. Like, just shut the fuck up. Because it's the Yankees. Yeah, but it's so fucking right. annoying, though. How do you how do you think it feels? Like, you, your team gets lots of spotlight attention, so you don't have to worry about it. All of Boston gets great spotlight attention from the media. Whether it be negative or positive, they still get it. We get none. The most we were talked about in the last year was when Stafford left Detroit, and that was it. That's it. And, and even Turnbull's no-hitter, people have forgotten about it. Yeah, I mean, now... I mean, now at least the people are talking about the Pistons because they won the lottery. Because we won the lottery. Yeah. But they only talked about us for a second. And they keep saying, oh, they're going to waste Kate Cunningham's career. Which, by the way, another episode, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we could be in the playoffs next year. Yeah. We, we want to transfer that now? Or do we want to? I mean, I, I we can. We want to talk more baseball or we want to. I can go out and state right now if you, want, if you want me to say it. Kate Cunningham, because you know how the modern day NBA landscape is. It's, you have one good it's player. So individualized. You have one good player and you're in the playoffs. Especially in the East, one good player, you're in. Like, like I'm, last year, Zion tried to almost drag the Falcons to the playoffs, and he was out half the year. Right. So, and and did they make it or no? They uh, were close. No. They were close though. Yeah, they got bubbled by the Grizzlies, I think. Well, what happened was, come on. The, bu- the bubble last year was weird. What happened was they missed the playoffs, and the Blazers took the eight seed. Oh. The Grizzlies almost got it. Okay, but so, you know, they with teams like that. I think with Cade Cunningham, look at look at our. Starting five now with Cade Cunningham. We have Sadiq Bey, Cade Cunningham, if, he, if we drop them. If we don't, then I'm burning my Pistons jersey that I'm wearing right now. Imagine if they traded for Ben Simmons. I, I'd die. I wouldn't <laughs> be very happy. Um, and so Kate, so Sadiq Bey, Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes. Um, He's good. Oh, I'm trying to think of the other. What's his name? i got to look it up. But others. Hold on. Detroit 
Pistons. Because I'm not, I'm forgetting some key names here. Detroit Pistons. Um, but, you know, I mean, we're definitely, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Grant's um, solid. Grant's pretty good. Isaiah Stewart, Josh Jackson. And Mason Plumley is a you know set solid bench. Oh, yeah, you guys saw Plumley. Yeah, but you know that look at that team like it's it's Kate Cunningham obviously he's gonna be like a future generational talent. Yeah, the minute he steps onto the court, he's gonna be the best player on the Pistons. Come on. Another base hit for the Rangers. They've got two on, no out. This is what happened last night. It's so stupid. We yeah. st we got the first run. Jake Rogers on a solo shot, I think it was, or no, it was Robbie Grossman on a solo shot, and then they got like they got five runs after it. So stupid. Anyway, um, but like this, this starting five is gonna be so similar if we make the playoffs to the '04 Pistons. Obviously not as good, but definitely the blue collar atmosphere, the not superstar atmosphere. It's the one or two guys that are superstars, and the rest of them are just as good, and they build off of them. Yeah. It's yeah. that kind of thing. That's what I'm. Yeah, the difference is that that doesn't really work in the modern NBA anymore. No, I know. Because you've got all the super teams like. In the East next year, and you get the Nets, and you get the Bucks, and the Sixers. Sixers, I I kind of consider a super team, but not really. They're not they're really a super team, but they're but they do have Embiid. They have Embiid, in but the having one good and player is not because I know when we, it's Embiid, it, it even. Well, with the Pistons, I remember they had Ben Wallace and plus they Richard have Harris Hamilton. and the other Curry. True. Yeah. Yeah, and the Celtics. I think the Celtics bounce back next year. See, Celtics never had a super team, though. I remember when they were good, they were always, you know, they had... 08. 08 was a super team, yeah. But, like, in my basketball-watching... Got him. My basketball-watching time on this earth, I've never seen them be a super team, but they've always been in the playoffs. Like, they've had, like... like even, two, what was it, two years ago, they had... Uh, I, you know it better than I do, but, like, you know, Tatum, I think. Oh, Celtics when Celtics. with the, the Kyrie year? The Kyrie year. Yeah, the starting five was Tatum, Brown, Kyrie, Horford. Which are not, they're not super, like, you know, they're not, you know, Brooklyn now, just Kyrie, you know, Kyrie. And Hayward. Hey, or who, who's on Brooklyn now? Kyrie, Harden. It's Kyrie, Harden, Durant, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Dude, Blake, I thought Blake Griffin was cool with us, too, man. I thought he, but when Blake Griffin left Detroit, he's like, that place is a shithole. I hate it there. I, I, Shut I, up, I, I immediately lost respect for everyone, pretty much everyone on the Nets. Because of the shit they pulled to get there, mm -hmm. like Kyrie when he went when, when the rumors were going around that he was going to be traded for Harden, which was never going to happen. They weren't going to give up Kyrie. Yeah, he he was he threw a fit. Yeah, the shit Harden pulled to get traded to Brooklyn was despicable. I just hate Kevin Durant. I hate Kevin Durant like, too. Yeah, Blake Griffin like it seemed like he didn't even try he didn't until even he need got to be traded there either. Yeah, no. So I lost all respect. But the thing is. Everyone on that team. You know what I realized, though? Watching these super teams pop up across the NBA like nobody's business. If I was a fan of one of these teams, I honestly would think about not watching anymore. Because watching a super team is so boring. Like, it's so boring. Unless if you're against another super team in, like, the, the Eastern Conference Finals. It's so boring. Because you either destroy them or you crumble because of battling egos. You never... And you have so much drama on your team. Because super teams, the whole thing about them I is that... Superstars always have massive egos. Everyone wants to be the number one guy, and you can't have that in order to have a winning team. That's just not how it works. Unless if you're like, you know, the Grizzlies now, which have Kobe, no, not Obi Toppin, what's his name? Morant. Uh, John Morant. John Morant. And then that's it. You know? Alex. Got out of that pinch. That yeah, good. like, 
08 Celtics weren't too bad. No, they were a super cause team. Because Do- Doc Rivers is really good at managing egos. Right. He's not a very good X's and O's coach. That's why he's failing now. But very good at managing egos and getting a team fired up. Yeah, and, like, when you look at, like, the Heatles, you know, that Heat super team, mm-hmm. they were really good because, like, you had a designated alpha male in LeBron. Right. And I guess any team that LeBron's on doesn't really count as a super team because LeBron's he's like his own super thing. team. He's his own thing. Like, whatever team he's on, they're going to be in the playoffs no matter yeah, what. Yeah, and they're going to attract stars. Right. I hate it, but it's how That's it That's how it was, yeah. Like, you know what? Even you hate – I know you hate the um, Lakers – but I was watching a Kobe Bryant documentary, and it was the 2010. What I, what year did the Lakers win? I think it was 2010. When they beat the Celtics, or when they beat the Magic? Magic. That was 2009. 09. No, whatever one they had, where they just had Kobe, and Kobe wanted to prove that he was Kobe you know, and Gasol. Kobe yeah. and Gasol. They won. You know, he they he wanted to prove that he was good alone for Shaq, and they didn't have a super team, and they were able to you know win two championships and yeah, go and to the playoffs every year. And they went to three straight finals. Right. They got clowned by the Celtics one year. They did get clowned by the And Celtics. if KG doesn't get injured, I still I I will go to my grave saying that if KG doesn't get injured in Minnesota in 09, we win three straight. And if Perk doesn't you know get what? injured in game six against the Lakers, we win that championship too. That's a bold way to end the segment. <laughs> all right, we I'm will making s- enemies here. Yeah, all right. We will see you in a little bit. I just want to take a quick break to give a shout out to our friends over at Nerd Stop Discussion with Repercussions. They run a podcast about nerd stuff, you know, movies, shows, games, pretty much, and pretty much anything else they want to talk about. Uh, as you heard earlier, we're planning a, a crossover podcast with them, probably in August, but that's not set in stone yet. But we're all very good friends with them, and we support them, they support us. They've got a Discord server that's linked to in their descriptions on Spotify. You can listen to them on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, please go check them out. We we enjoy them, and we hope you enjoy them, too. So, back to the hot takes in sports. We talked about pretty much everything sports-related today, besides soccer, because fuck soccer. Fuck soccer. But the reps are doing pretty good, so. I don't care about the reps. <laughs> yeah, so I support them, but I don't really follow them. Oh, I see, I see. But anyway, we're not talking soccer. We've talked pretty much everything but hockey, so let's talk about that. We shall. Yeah. I mean, actually, because I'm, I'm getting more into hockey, because um, this summer I'm actually going to go see Erie County Penitentiary, also known as Key Bank Center. Um, <laughs> so I hope that should be nice. I'll, yeah. send, I'll send pictures. I'll, I'll send pictures. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, I mean we, went to the, we went to Wild Wings for the Bruins game, which we won't talk about. No. No, fuck it. We are going to talk about it. Uh, I was actually... I, you hear it first. Here. Uh, I was actually rooting for the Bruins there. <laughs> it's rare. Screw the Isles. Yep. It's, it's rare, but I I was like, hey, you know what? Yeah, screw the Islanders. It's one of the few sports things we agree on. Yeah, I know that. Screw the Yankees. Screw the Packers. Yeah, screw Ohio State. Screw Ohio State. Screw, screw LeBron. Screw the Lakers. Screw LeBron, yep. Lakers I don't care about, but LeBron, yeah. yeah. Who, else? Who else do you hate that I would also hate? Do you hate the Indians? I'm neutral. I, I love Francona, so. Do you hate the Packers? I don't like them, but I don't, I don't despise them. Do you hate the Jets? Of course I don't. I'm a Pats fan. Yeah, so we hate, yeah, we both yeah. we both hate the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah. All right, that's cool. We got, yeah, we got some. The we got Dolphins more. are growing on me. I don't like Just the Dolphins. Just Tua, Galen, I like their uniforms, Flores. but other than that, I like their drunken fans, but other than that, I don't. I feel bad for Dolphins fans. As do I, but you know what? Not anymore, <laughs> because they're good, and you know what? We're good, too. Yeah, so. but anyway... I don't know where the Bruins go now. 
like if they I bring, can't answer this question. If they bring <laughs> if they bring back Hall and Krejci, I'm not worried. I obviously want Rask back, but if can they don't bring sh- back Hall and Krejci, can we just take a second and and then say rest in peace, Taylor Hall? I'm so sad that he's gone now, man. I'm yeah. so sad. He's a free agent. He's not dead. He's gone. He's not. He's not with Buffalo anymore. Also, by the way, this is a complete. We're saying this as it as it happened on the TV. It happened about five minutes ago, but as in the Rangers Tigers game. If you, if you listen to this today and you watch Sports Center, you'll see it. But um, some fan some threw fan a tennis threw, ball. Yeah, he threw a tennis Mazzaro. ball at Noah Rosario, and he's making a catch. And Mazzaro made the catch, and they threw the ball as it was going down, and it looked like he missed it. But you know, it was like a ten-year-old kid, so he's definitely getting thrown out. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, continue. Anyway, yeah. So Bruins have got, I don't know how long is left on the window. Bergeron's getting old. Marshawn isn't exactly old, he's not, but he's not getting younger. You're Boston. You'll win. Trust me. Yeah, I hope. Mm. I know. Trust me. Like, you guys will win. Don't even worry about it. Even if Rask isn't back, I feel good about the future in net with Swayman and Vladar. I feel, I feel pretty good about the defense. We've got McAvoy, Carlo, Grizzlick. Forward core, is a really good prospect. Yeah. Yeah, but... I don't, but, I mean, I don't know. I really don't. I think, I mean, I don't even think a playoff appearance is guaranteed next year. Because the Atlantic is going to be stacked. You guys. Honestly, I think, I mean, I don't, I think we're in the Atlantic as well, but. Yeah, the Rams are. And the Sabres, too. The Sabres, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're not even competing. The Sabres will be the worst, like, they'll, we have no future. Like, we, we sucked forever, and we still have no fucking future, because Eichel, probably going he's, yeah. he's out he's on his way out he was already talking he was talking shit about the front office which I don't blame him the Pagulas don't know what they're doing with this team but you know maybe I don't know but like with the Wings I think there's a chance maybe. I think they're still a few years away I think it'll be better next year like I don't think they're going to be in contention you never know I mean but especially with the other competition in the division like you got the Bonnet Peters you got Buffalo Ottawa and Detroit then you got Tampa Probably gonna win another cup, maybe tonight. I'm rooting for Montreal to win. I want to see him come back and win. Just to piss me off. Well, because it's nice, you know. Like they were down three zero. They won one at home. I mean, but this is kind of win win for me. If Tampa wins, Montreal loses. If Montreal wins, Tampa gets humiliated, and I get to laugh. So, either way, I kind of win here. Come on. But anyway, I hate Gallo. Sorry. <laughs> we threw it from. Oh man. Gallo got a cannon. Anyway. Like the Atlantic Division, you got Tampa, who I think they're going to take a little step back next year. Not but, by much. Yeah. Montreal, who who knows how they are in the regular season, but they are in the finals right now, and that's something. Yeah. True. You've got you've got. They shouldn't be. In it. They're not that good though. They're okay, but they're not great. They earned it though. They, they absolutely earned it. Earned yeah. it. True. They, they've got Toronto, who laugh them all you want. They are still a very good regular season team. Mm-hmm. And I do laugh at them quite a lot. Yeah. And the Panthers, who had a really nice resurgence this year. so Panthers, yeah, no one cares about them, though. You're probably going to have one really good team left out of the playoffs, at least. Yeah. Especially since, you know, the Metro's really good still. So, those two wildcard spots are going to be tight. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a season when the current one is still going on. Yeah. But, like, next... So, actually, I'm, I'm stupid with hockey. So, many, so, divisions have eight teams, right? Yeah, yeah. With the Kraken coming next year, it's eight teams per division. All right. So, how many, um, how many per births per division? Is it two or three per three? division, and then, and then two wild cards. 
three per okay. The wild cards are not specific to the division. Or? Yeah. So basically, so basically, like in twenty nineteen, the Lightning Bruins and Leafs got the three Atlantic spots. Yep. The Capitals, Islanders, and Penguins got the three Metro spots. And then it goes. Between. And then the Hurricanes and Blue Jackets, who were both from the Metro, got the wild card spots. Okay. Okay, that clarified for me because I mean you never know. Red Wings can make a run. Larkin's good. <laughs> No one really else is good there, but Larkin's good. You can't see if I'm rolling my eyes at him right now. Yeah. You also didn't see me flip off the TV a couple seconds ago. When, when Gallo got him down. I swear to that God. That was a hell of a yeah, throw. Yeah, but like, I think Castro should know that, oh, wait, this guy was you know, in the All-Star game and possibly one of the best players in the league is has the ball right now. I'm heading for third. Where, <laughs> like, what? I mean, that ball came out of his hands at least at like high 90s right there. That was flying. Yeah, if you're if you're a modern outfield, you have to have a cannon. Yeah, but like he has a real cannon right there. Yeah, like, it was also shallow right too. But is this Funkhauser? Yeah. yeah, it is. Carl Funkhauser. Anyway. So. Also, you want you want to hear a funny stat when we're talking about the Red Wings? Here we go. Out of all my teams, other than the Bills, excluding them because they're good, but out of all like you know Detroit, Saber, uh, Detroit and the Sabers. Oh, nice. So Detroit and the Sabers. The best team, if a Tiger season ended right now, they'd be the best team from all my teams. They are eight games under 500 they're, they're, at the time of recording. Yes. Um, but if Tigers screw up again, they will be the best team under uh, best team from Detroit or the Sabres. And they were nine games under 500. If that says where we're at right now, I don't... You know, just just to give you a little context. If you're, if you, the listener, has, you know, you're a fan of, like, the Cavs, but you're also a fan of the Browns. Like, the Browns are good now, but the Cavs are garbage. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, the Cavs, they had success recently. Mm-hmm. Like, not like recent, like the Red Wings, like they won a cup 10 plus years ago. The Cavs had recent success. Right. They, they made the finals three years back. Right. But here, you know, you want to you bitch about your teams, just know it gets worse. It does get worse. You could have been born in the Great Lakes State. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, ah, dang. Could have been a good inning. Um, anyway. What else do you want to get into before we depart with these wonderful viewers yeah. today? So, I uh, want to go over uh, NFL draft thoughts quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. so I will pull up the draft order right now. Yeah, okay. Like, so I can tell you what I think about my pick. Number seven, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was number seven. Yeah. yeah so, we will, probably won't have time to get through all of these. No, we want to yeah. do top ten? Yeah, top ten and then, the, like, the other significance. The so, ones of our teams. Yeah, like, number one, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that's, that, that, that was, was given. the easiest pick possible. Like, yeah, it's like Cade Cunningham and the, the Pistons. Literal best quarterback prospects maybe since Manning. Yeah. So, which Pey- Peyton Manning or Peyton. Eli? Okay. Peyton. Screw there's, there's two. There's two. Just to clarify which one. Three. Yeah, but soon to be four. Their family needs to stop having kids, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah. They're like the Rivers family. Anyway, continue. But number two, Zach Wilson, <laughs> quarterback from BYU. He's gonna suck. Yeah. He's going to suck yeah, I feel this like year. He's got a very high floor. I mean, a high ceiling, low floor, excuse me. Hmm. He, he's he got potential. He can run like hell. That's I don't, all he can do. Yeah, and he's got a good arm. I don't know if he has the accuracy. He goes really high for where he is, too. Yeah. Like, hey, we've heard this before. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. That, jo- Josh that Allen. out, so. Yeah, but I, you know what, though? I, 2018, I have my doubts. I was like, Lamar Jackson was picked... 32nd or 31st overall. 32nd. 32nd. We could have taken him, but we have this Joker who all he does is, you know, this white, tall white guy who runs around and 
throws the ball like five feet away from his yeah. receivers. I remember I wanted the Pats to pick him that year. Yeah. Jackson, not Allen. Yeah. No one wanted to pick Allen. I, I was surprised when we picked Allen. But then I'm happy. I'm happy. I <laughs> love worked. him. But that first year, though, I was definitely a doubter. Second year, I, I jumped on. Though. I was like, you know, I, I can I can do with this. Yeah. Next up, Trey Lance. He went to the Niners. Oh, I forget. Yeah. Um, that was the North Dakota State guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably not going to be very good either. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he'll be okay. I don't think... But he's got a... Like, I said Wilson has a low four. Lance makes Wilson's four look like Joe Montana. Like, like, he's got ridiculous potential. He could also be awful. Yeah, like, really really agile, really athletic. He's really good at dropping the ball from under pressure. So I think that'll at least make him okay. Mm-hmm. And he's got a good supporting cast. He's got a very good offensive line. And it's a run-heavy offense, so I think he'll be able to thrive in that. But I don't think I don't think he's going to be a legend, but I think he'll be solid. I think so. Next Maybe. up, Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida to the Falcons. That was a Fan, I have zero, um, I have zero knowledge on that pick. I could care less about the Falcons. Yeah, okay, I, I will fill you in. Okay. Best tight end prospect in years. Physical Hawkinson. freak. Hawkinson. Yeah, he's a physical freak. He's got the speed of a wide receiver. You guys heard that too. He he is absolutely fantastic. He is going to produce produce in bunches. Hawkinson. Next up, Jamar Chase. Right receiver from LSU to the Bengals. Yeah. He's going to be another A.J. Green wasted there, though. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like this was an awful pick, especially when you have guys like Sewell and Slater who fall into your lap. When Jer- Joe Burrow got his guts spewed onto the field last year mm-hmm. by his offensive line. Mm-hmm. You, I don't care how enticing a potential you know, college reunion is. you got to take a lineman there. You yeah. just have to. Yeah. You can't, I thought Sewell was going with them. Yeah, you can't risk your franchise quarterback ex health mm-hmm. over an exciting weapon. Right. You just can't. Which well, he's good. Don't get me wrong. But oh, like, Chase is a very good player. But like, they don't need him. No, they don't need him. Like, next up, Jalen Waddle to the Dolphins, wide receiver from Alabama. Talk about him. I don't give yeah, a I shit can about talk Waddle. About <laughs> so what you need to know about Waddle, he has. Ludicrous speed. He goes into plat. I really hope some of you get that reference. But it's baseballs. Wow. That movie sucked, Loki. It was so, not, it was we'll, so we'll, unfunny. We'll discuss this later. What a catch. Yeah, like, but... <laughs> it was just not funny, man. I don't know what to tell you. We'll discuss this later. I will. I'll, I'll defend why. Anyway. Waddle is fast as hell. He's really good at running routes. He can get behind the defense. He's a fantastic punt and kick returner. And he's got really good hands. He's not going to drop that many balls. No. Yeah, so, really good pick, especially since he's already got chemistry with Tua. Tua, 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 whatever. Yeah. He's beatbox his name. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially since like their O line wasn't as bad as people said last year, and they've got really good defense. Miami's, yeah. Yeah. Next up, Lions took Sue. I'll give that one to you. Uh, please, thank you. So at first, I was really confused by the pick. I was like. You know, I don't know who this guy is, but we I we needed a receiver, but I never thought about our line. We definitely needed a line more than a receiver. Receivers will come in the future, yeah. but like you got to build from the interior. Exactly on, on both you, sides yeah. of the ball, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what so. you're stating earlier. Yeah, you're definitely right there. I, I think that I think it was a good pick. I I keep watching the game film of him when he was at Oregon, and he picked. He literally there was a big D lineman coming at him. I'd say about 300 pounds, lots of man force. 
coming at him. Sewell picks him up and throws him to the ground like he's nothing. He picked him up. So I'm I'm just saying. I I'm very excited. He's gonna build. He's gonna fit Frank. Uh, frankly, amazing with you know Frank Ra- Ragnow, Taylor Decker, and now Panay Sewell on that line. I'm excited. Um, hopefully, oh and Hippolavati Vitai or whatever his name is. Uh, some I don't know the name. Weird name. Yeah, weird name. But good guy as well. Yeah, you know that is hopefully going to be one of the better lines in the league this year. So good pick by um, Campbell and um, why am I forgetting his name? Lions Brass. Oh, Brad Holmes. That's it. Yeah. So next up for the Panthers, J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina. Don't care. I've got some things to say about this. Oh, go on. J.C. Horn has good attributes. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's not fit to succeed in the NFL yet. And especially when a potentially generational secondary player in Patrick Sertan (laughs) falls into your lap. (laughs) gotta take him and they didn't and that might come back to bite them in the ass it might yeah so next up the broncos patrick sertan cornerback from the university of alabama don't care yeah really good cover corner he's he's a like he doesn't intercept that many balls actually but he does not let many get through very good tackler like not a ton to say about him okay so we're going over the entire top ten, then we're going to go over some other highlights, and then we're going to wrap this up. All right, cool. Yeah, so next up, Devontae Smith to the Eagles. Again, fattest, don't care. Yeah, I mean, the the reigning Heisman winner, he was amazing. Controversial pick for the Heisman. Just me. If Lawrence was healthy the whole year, it would have been him. Probably. But Smith had one of the best seasons ever for a receiver. Uh, will that translate to the NFL? Probably yeah. not. He's got Jalen Hurts as his quarterback. You mean the guy he has chemistry with? Okay. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is not a good quarterback, though. He's going to get exposed this year big time. Really now? Yep. I hate Alabama. Right. You know it. Yeah, but he... Mm. Getting off track here. <laughs> but Smith, it. he's fast. He's got good hands. Good route runner. Okay. So, I'm thinking you, we'll talk fields. You want to do the Bills and Pats picks? Yeah, and want to talk about... Uh, yeah, Quiddy Pay too. Quiddy Pay. Oh yeah, Quiddy Pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll save him for last. Yeah. So next up, Michael McCorkle Jones to the Patriots. This guy really likes this guy. Yeah, he's my boy. Yeah, he's not. He seems like a fat oaf. I mean, last time we drafted a, f- a fat white oaf, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't have two Tom Brady's though. I'm <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah, but. Like he's got, he's got quick release time. He can deliver the ball deep. He doesn't have heralded mobility, but he can escape pressure and scramble for a few yards. He's faster than Brady, that's for sure. Yeah, but I think Max is going to be fantastic. I'm very excited that the Pats picked him up. Okay, want to do our pick? Yeah. So the Bills picked. I forgot who I picked. Honestly. Gregory Rosso, Gregory defensive Rousseau. end yeah. from Miami. I think I was watching the game film on him. I think he's going to be incredible up there with, you know, um, I think it were uh, G-Line, Ed Oliver, and um, uh, Ed Oliver. I'm trying to think of our line now. I'm actually actually growing a blank. It's and a good defensive line. Oh, that is gone. If it's Goodbye. Fair. And it's foul. <laughs> good old Tiger moment. Anyway. Yeah, Grossman just pulled one foul. Yeah, just foul. Anyway, um, Rochelle is going to be perfect on that 
front line now. So hopefully, um, they were the kids who threw the ball, by the way. Yeah, like they're the, still in the game. The they thing, shouldn't be. Yeah, the thing that really struck me about him, though I haven't looked at him too much, but the thing that struck me about him is that he's got really good speed on the line, which isn't something karma a lot of like even top end defensive linemen have. Yeah. So I think that if he's able to bulk up a bit, I mean, I think he'll be. And, uh, and I'm not saying he's skinny. No. But like, if he's able to bulk up a bit, he'll be a driving force like on our he, team. He is a potential steal. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be awesome on our team, I think. And last up, Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay. Yep. Defensive end from Michigan went to the Colts. From. We're not just talking about him because the Colts, Michigan, though. But he went to Handy. Yeah. I which, mean, we hate Handy. We are not. Screw them, but it's cool. Fuck Handy. Yeah, but. but Plus, the, I mean, the story about he, amazing track. The way how, I say. Yeah, and the story about how he came over to the states. Is oh yeah, fascinating. Yeah. There not, was a thirty for thirty on him, or mini thirty for thirty. Yeah, like there's not enough to really go. Like it's too much to really go over in this. Yeah. But do yourself a favor and look it up because it, it's fascinating. Yeah. And he and like in terms of the pro, him as a prospect, he's a physical freak. But more importantly, first, oh, first uh, ever, first overall or, or first draft pick or first round draft pick from Rhode Island. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. That is, that is. I mean, not native from Rhode Island, but lived in Rhode Island. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, we'll he count came it. out of high school. Right, he came Rhode out Island. of Hendy. So we'll, we'll count it. So, screw Hendrickson, but so it's no toll he's gate. cool. It's no toll gate, but we'll take it. Um, yes, that, that's our that's our alma mater over there. You're not going to come stalk us, though, I, yeah. I promise. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's really exciting, though. He's definitely going to make wonders. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Like yeah. He's got the athleticism. He's got the work ethic. He's got the build. Mm-hmm. If he can stay healthy, he could be a special player. Right. Plus, also, you're always going to see Quiddy Pagers. He's worn around Rhode Island now. Yeah. Be like I might get worn. one. I, I think mean, I'm too, yeah. I mean, I don't like the Colts, but... No, but I, I get it. I, I definitely I, like, I, I mean, if one goes on sale, hell yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, that reminds me, uh, while we're closing this out, the best thing to do on Fanatics, if you're looking for a jersey, and this is directly to, to pool, but also to the viewer here, Look at jerseys. Go to, you know, cheapest or lowest price because they always have players you completely forgot about, completely forgot that existed. Like, I bought that E.J. Manuel one. Oh, yeah. Forgot he existed until, you know, I got the jersey again. But, you know, they have, like, I was, I found a Marvin Jones jersey, um, oh, our, th- cool. our Thanksgiving jersey for $20. That's and awesome. And I was going to get it, but said I got a um, Red Wings hat. That was actually pretty nice. But, yeah. you know, on sale, seven ninety. I collect ball caps. Yeah. But um, it was it was you know that's just a, so like as a recommendation, definitely if you want to get cheap jerseys, that's what you do. Not a sponsor, but try that out. It definitely works. Would I mean, if they want to sponsor us, oh, you definitely take it. That's yeah. a lot of uh, yeah. Facts, uh, if you're listening, uh, that's a lot of green in our pockets that we could definitely use. But yeah. anyway, but anyway. Um, with that with that out of the way, I think we're gonna wrap things up. Yeah. This has been an, uh, another exciting episode the first episode of this new season we can call it of the sports and game and pod mask good to be back indeed sure i'm pool and i'm roberts we will see you in the next one cue the outro